Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Just because vegetables aren't growing outside right now doesn't mean that the community-supported agriculture farmers are just sitting around. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Sam Ashwald Tilton, Fresh Market Vegetable Specialist for Fair Share CSA Coalition, provides insight into what those farmers are doing during the winter and how customers can prepare for this year's season. A big thing growers are doing now, and usually excited about every year, is looking at seed catalogs and equipment catalogs of all kinds. And growers need to order, you know, thousands of dollars worth of seeds, worth of transplants, not to mention flies such as potting soil, roll cover, tractor tires, greenhouse plastic, you name it. And so there's a lot of time in the office ordering those things. And the other big thing is crop planning. How much are you going to grow? Where are you going to put it in the field? How are you going to rotate where it's getting planted year after year to avoid disease? How much fertilizer do you need to apply? You better order that. You better have your soil test ready. So there's a lot of things to be doing in the deep dead of winter. But the other thing is farming during the season is a rush. There's so much to do. And so a big thing that CSA growers do this time of year, I hope is relax a little bit because in a few months, you know, that won't be able to happen. So that would be in maybe um, January, February. And and already at the end of February, some of those greenhouses are getting fired up to start longer growing spring things like uh, onions and leeks, maybe. And as time goes on into uh, March and into April, all sorts of other transplants will be started in the greenhouse. Maybe cabbage and tomatoes and kale and peppers, all sorts of plants that will go on the ground. And then maybe about the, the middle of April, of course, now with uh, climate change, you never quite know. But maybe about the middle of April, farmers will be able to get into the fields and work the soil for the first time where won't be too wet or too cold. And they'll put in seeds that can take the cold things like peas and carrots, beets, that will start growing. And then, you know, you're off to the races and the season's begun. What are things that CSA members have to think about that others who aren't maybe involved in CSA may not, whether that's, okay, what happens if the year's going on and I don't have as much produce as I need for the amount of people I have paying to get my produce? What are some of those thought processes that these members are having to go through? Uh, a big big thing for someone uh, wanting to sign up for a CSA is first ask yourself, is CSA right for you? There's absolutely wonderful things about CSA, but it's also different from being able to pop by the grocery store whenever you want and get whatever you want. People that sign up for a CSA are going to go on a seasonal journey. And what I mean is every week for maybe 30 weeks from the 1st of June till the 1st of November, they're going to have a box full of, say, 10 different kinds of vegetables every week. And they're going to watch how the season progresses and those vegetables change. And also at that time, they're going to be in a relationship with their farm and they'll probably get a weekly newsletter and the farmer will tell them what's going to be in the box that week. What can they expect next week? What's going on on the farm? What things are going well? What are challenges? And they're going to watch the season unfold and have that relationship with the farm in that way. So those are some questions to ask yourself. But another big question is to ask your potential farmer. And you want to know things like, what's their experience? Is this their first year CSA farming? Just like anyone, they'll probably have some kinks they're going to have to work out. And, and you might experience that through the vegetables in your box. Or have they been farming for 5, 10, 30 years and they have a reputation of consistent production? And then ask their growing practices. Is is organic produce something that's important to you? 
Do you want it to be certified organic? Uh, can the farmer give you their word? Do you want to visit the farm? Or is conventional practices something that you want? And that'll change, you know, what farms you're looking at. And then ask a hard question. You know, you can say, if there's a drought, if there's a production issue, what have you done in the past? How do you think that might be addressed? And then you guys are just on the same page. And once you've committed to a farm, things that you want to ask yourself to kind of be ready and be searching for the farm that's going to work for you are things like, what pickup locations do they offer? Are you willing to drive, say, 20 minutes away each week to pick up your share or can you pick it up at the store you know three blocks away from you what share type is being offered for example the traditional csa share will be once per week for maybe 30 weeks june through november maybe 20 weeks but some amount of weeks but you could also do maybe an every other week share you might do a worker share where you go to the farm and work on the farm in exchange for all or part of your share you might do say a green share where you just get spinach and lettuce for a little bit and then the other thing is uh, many csa farms will have bought in from neighboring farmers things like bread and flowers and fresh fruit freshly milled grains cheeses, syrup, eggs, meat, and you can really sometimes get your whole diet through your CSA share like that. So you're thinking about the pickup location, what share type is going to work for you, and also the share size. Do you want a full share that might feed your family of six every week, or is it just you and your partner and a small size might work? What size do you want? And what are the options there for signing up? So for example, some CSAs are going to offer custom boxes where the farmer will put out what is available each week, and you can go on the website and choose exactly what you want in your box, and it'll get packed like that and delivered to you. On the other hand, other farms have more of a traditional model, which is easier on the farmer, and the farmer chooses from what they have what's best to give out that week, and, and the customer always gets the freshest. And then the other thing to ask yourself is, what's the season? Do you want vegetables throughout as long a period in the year as you possibly can? What farms are offering something like that? Or do you maybe want vegetables at the peak of the season, say August and September? How can customers sign up to purchase their a share of a CSA farm produce, or how soon should they be signing up ahead of time to make sure that they're on their list, or does it vary depending on that farm. The value of CSAs and the value of an economic relationship with one's farmer was really proved over the pandemic, I think. And I remember, you know, I live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, but I remember at the stores where there weren't things on the shelf and some things just weren't available for long periods of time. And we all made out okay, you know. But I know that at that time, the interest in CSA membership went through the roof. And the reason is because that's a relationship with a local producer where the safety of the food and the um, production of the food is, is much more stable. A good time to sign up is as soon as you know that you want to be a member. Different years, the, the membership list will fill up sooner or later. So feel free, each farm is, is going to have a website typically, and you can go on that website and easily learn about the farmer, learn about their production practices. You can learn about all the options for CSA delivery and prices and all that, and you can even often sign up right on the website. Some good resources for that. I work for the Fair Share CSA Coalition from Madison, as well as UW Extension, and the Fair Share website has a really great tool called Farm Search, and you can just go to csacoalition.org and uh, look at the farm search button. And there's a big map of the state and you can type in your address and all sorts of different things that you might be looking for. Share sizes, share types, how close you want it to your house, things like that. And you can search and it'll uh, spit out different CSA farms that fit those criteria for you. If you really want to meet a grower though, hopefully you're lucky enough to have a winter market near you. A lot of growers have maybe storage crops at this time, maybe crops that can be grown indoors like microgreens. And if you go to those winter markets, you can oftentimes meet your local producers. 
and that's a great way to get to know them personally, which can be a lot of fun, especially a lot of CSA farms will do uh, on-farm events, say a big dinner or potluck at the end of the season. And it can be really fun to get to know a farmer over the years. On the farmer side of things, how can new farmers who are interested in becoming a CSA go about that? Or what is the benefit of being a CSA, whether that's financial, things that you can talk about or anything like that? Vegetable growers are the fastest growing type of farmer starting in Wisconsin. And luckily, the state's investing uh, some resources to help those farmers. So for new farmers that are interested, there's several organizations that offer support and connection with other farmers. So that would be organizations like Fair Share CSA Coalition, UW Extension. Another one would be Wisconsin Farmers Union, Marble Seed for Organic Growers, the Wisconsin Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Growers Association for Conventional Growers. There's so many groups out there, farmers, government, nonprofits, et cetera, that want to help growers succeed and want to connect them with resources. The reason that a lot of beginning growers look at CSA is the financial stability. From a consumer perspective, what you're doing is you're allowing a farmer the stability that they need to start up. And you can imagine how hard it is to start any business, but especially something like farming that requires so many skills and so much capital investment. Uh, and so much to learn, you know. And when members invest in a farm as members, what they're doing is they're giving the farmer the financial foundations that they need for that year. And in turn, the farmer shares with those members accordingly all the, all that produce. And so it really allows a farm stable growth. Fair Share CSA Coalition, along with UW Extension, have uh, a fair few projects both for farmers and for CSA members. One of the most important things I know about CSA is that it's fun. Every week you're opening up a new box, you're seeing different colors, different flavors, you're looking up different recipes, combining them in different ways, connecting with your family around food, connecting with a farm around food, watching the seasons change. Being a CSA member is a lot of things, uh, but being both a member and a farmer can be a lot of fun. That was Sam Ashwald Tilton, Fresh Market Vegetable Specialist of Fair Share CSA Coalition. To learn more, go to their website at csacoalition.org. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.